Yuki cards. Just play them. So I don't really play the ukulele, but I, there was one sitting next to me, so I just picked it up and Googled some chord shapes and played out the first six ones I saw. I think that's a real song. Anyway, on this episode, and I forgot to mention I'm Kip Koke, um, on this episode, I uh, did an interview with my roommate, who's a gamer. Unfortunately, he's too shy to speak on the episode, so that's okay, because I just wrote the interview down, and I'm going to do both of our parts, and I'll try to make it I'll talk in a British accent when it's me, and when it's my gamer, I'll talk in my my weird, my normal voice, which is, nobody likes the sound of their own voice recorded, let's be honest. Also, I wanted to make it clear to everyone that I was making fun of uh, Mr. Backman with the opening. I should just be strumming the ukulele the whole time. Anyway, here's my interview with my gamer roommate who goes by the name of GamerGuy420 online, if you're in the gamer zone. And here we go, this is the first question. So I'm here with an avid local gamer. We're here to find out how he's dealing, you know, with being pinched in the house and all. Um, are you still working? Yes, I am working from home as a telemarketer. And how is it? It's tough. I put a sign on my door that says I'm working, but my flatmate just barged in and asked me to be on his podcast all the time. I'm working, you dumb guy. I can't do whenever you want. It's actually really annoying. Don't ever move in with a podcaster. One time he came into my room asking for an interview while I was rolling a spliff, and I was like, okay, can't you see me rolling? So you have privacy issues with your roommates. Yeah, it's mostly just when I'm working. Okay, what do you do when you aren't working? I game. I game like crazy. Just go for it, you know? I kill the bad guys. I win. I'm one of the best. And I eat Cheetos. Wash those bad boys down with Mountain Dew. How are you dealing with being isolated? It's taken away from Friday night club nights, but you know, still chatting with babes and boys in the game, so I got that. What are some things you like to yell while gaming? Uh, I like to yell WTF, where did you get that magic pack? There is two snipers on me, oh come on, I need help. Where are my boys? Okay, respawning. Got ya. And that's a wrap. That's showbiz, baby. This chair is so comfortable. Where's my hat? Oh no, it's happening again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't do that. Oops, sorry. Just general gamer things, you know? And how is this solitude disrupting your mental health? It's not. I have uh, my gaming community to, to game with. Uh, they're super supportive and they trust me. Some of them are mailing me food, 
Just got some fresh sushi from Japan, actually. Thank you, Jim. It's nice that you have a community and support. Does gaming affect your working from home? No, not at all. What's your signature homemade meal? Oh, I make this uh, divine blend of scrambled eggs with cheese. First I simmer the margarine, and then I whisk the cheese with the eggs, and then I, you know, scramble them. I eat them with toast. Sounds just right. Yeah, it's, it's one of my uh, go-tos, actually. If you could change anything about the gaming world, what would it be? Honestly, it would be all the hype, like, I'm in that virtual world doing my best. This isn't easy. I've watched so many others fail where I have succeeded. They had the heart, they had the drive, they were so close. Sometimes you just lose. Doesn't mean I just respect them. Good people fall short sometimes. It's a part of life. What do you intend to do with the rest of your quarantine? Uh, probably just what I'm doing right now. Um, working from home, gaming, I'm making eggs, and uh, I'm giving my love to the world. Okay, well, thank you. That was GamerGuy420, and he was on our show, and we'll find another person to interview in just a moment. All right, next up on the show, I have another friend of mine, and I'm going to speak her now. Hello? Hello? So, your name is Andrew, correct? That's correct. And, um, what do you do for a living, Andrew? Uh, I work in sales. I work for a medical device company that shall not be named. Um, so, when you're selling things, what is the best, the best way to sell things? Do you just use your charm? No. I'm not, I'm not sure if I have much of that. The best way to sell things is to ask questions. Okay. Is that really? Are you serious? Yeah. Just pester people do, with uh, qu ask questions, do more listening than uh, than talking. That's kind of uh, the first rule, I suppose, with sales. Ask good questions. So understand customer needs. Question followed by a compliment. Is that like some, that's something I heard back in the day? Is that true? Uh, maybe not a compliment. Um, you can ask a question and then repeat back to them the answer. It's called mirroring. It helps them reflect on their own questions and maybe maybe uh, promotes provokes them to dig deeper and then reassess their own answers. Hmm. So, how are you enjoying being locked in a house for 14 days? Uh, well, I flew back from Banff um, on the 12th. I was supposed to be there for conference um, that was cancelled. Actually, I received notification that it was being cancelled as, as we were taxiing down the runway. And then I... Yeah, so I was there for about 24 hours, but I had such a good time, I thought I was actually there for two days. So <laughs> I, I didn't realize until I returned home a couple days later that uh, that I was only there for 24 hours, but it felt like um, 
two full days, so I had a good time. But uh, how am I enjoying working? From, okay, so I've always worked from home, or at least I've worked from home for, for the past number of years. But this is a little bit uh, different because I'm stuck at home. I I haven't really left the house except for to go for walks for for yeah. I guess since the the Friday the twelfth or Friday the thirteenth, as a matter of fact. So. So you didn't leave the country, but just because you were on a plane, you had to self quarantine. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't asked to self quarantine, um, you know, by anybody. If if you travel internationally, you're asked. I think you're even mandated. It's required by by law. I think that you self quarantine for 14 days. But no, I just from direct direction from the company was that uh, we stay home and and, and not uh, not work in the field. And I've just been, you know with an abundance of cautions, not going outside. Um, not so much for myself, right? I mean, in relative terms, I, I think I'm pretty healthy and I'm, you know, I, I believe survive the virus even if I developed a severe case, but it's for other people, older people, uh, the immunocompromised, etc. that I'm, that I make to these big league sacrifices, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were in Banff, where'd you go? I was just there this fall and, uh, it's a bit of a party town. Yeah, it's a bit of a party town. So when I go to Banff, um, I've been there a handful of times, I think five or six times um, as an adult. And so I say that the, the, the Banff Springs Fairmont Hotel, um, and typically I don't leave the hotel because it's such a nice hotel. The restaurants uh, are really good. Um, it's a beautiful place to be, kind of like a it's pretty pretty unique, pretty rare um, experience. Uh I would say the the most beautiful hotel I've ever stayed at, and I've stayed at a few. So yeah, I just stayed in the hotel for again 24 hours. What I thought was was 48 at least, but yeah, it was 24 hours. So just kind of uh, you know what though, I, it was a weird vibe because the whole the place was vacant almost. And you know that movie The Shining? Yeah. I kept getting sort of those type of vibes. I kept thinking, oh, this is just like The Shining. And of course, adding to that. Um, is the uh, is the stories of, of course the hotel being haunted? So, of the few uh, guests that were there, a handful of them had uh, had uh, you know set out, out to find ghosts. And one group, not in mine, and, uh, but they had these sort of like sticks, I suppose, like these kind of metal, kind of looks like like thinner a thinner metal chopstick. And they were sort of saying they were using those to detect paranormal activity, etc. Well, that's just weird. Is, is is that hey, one man, of those? You gotta believe in something. Is that yeah, one of those train hotels? Change, uh, God or uh, or ghosts in the hotel. We gotta we gotta you gotta believe in something or else what's the point? <laughs> I believe in ghosts in hotels personally. One of those three, I believe in ghosts in hotels. Yeah, given those three options, I would vote for ghosts in hotels. <laughs> you know that I'm the mo- that's like my biggest fear in the whole world is ghosts. I'm oh, literally like, petrified of ghosts. Nope, not a not a particular type of ghost, just any kind of ghost. Who? Well, it's it's a well, rational I fear. So I, I used to be afraid of ghosts. Well, by the way, you you can you can tell uh, based on the fact that I'm doing most of the talking here that I am not selling you on anything. <laughs> I sold you on on, uh, on a on a lifelong friendship many years ago. So I don't I, I'm not afraid of ghosts. In fact, the house that I live in now. Um, I don't know if the fellow passed away in the house, 
but I kind of have a feeling he did uh, based on you know, what I could Google about the, uh, about the gentleman who passed away. So at times, I kind of like maybe late at night after, after a few drinks, sometimes I'll kind of, you know, we talk to ourselves whether or not we want to admit it or not. Sometimes I like talk to him as if he's here and I kind of think, like, you know, express my appreciation for, uh, for, you know, his upkeep of the home before I took, took over. So I'm not afraid of ghosts, no more than I'm afraid of, of, uh, of people. I mean, there's good people, there's bad people. Most people are somewhere in the middle and I, I think the same applies to ghosts. Okay. That's, you know what you should do is you should get a gat, uh, a gat. You already have a gat. You should get a, a cat because cats can no. see ghosts apparently. Cats can detect ghosts? That's what they say. Well, I had a cat in another lifetime and uh, destroyed my furniture. I have two dogs now, Winston and Wendy. And how are they that's, doing? That's, well, the, yeah, so I think dogs have never been been happier uh, around the world. Uh, you know, in most places. Uh, they're probably happier than ever uh, because... They just want to be around their their family, and so these two dogs are just, you know, as happy as they've ever been. They're just hanging out and watching TV, watching movies, and, and staying close at all times, and, and never having any alone time, which is what they what they like. So they're happy. And they're and they're just you know getting baths and stuff, eating kibble. Yeah, they get baths. We 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 put them in the shower typically because it just works out better that way. But yeah, they get a few baths. It's getting kind of mucky outside, so we put them out in the backyard, and and, uh, and typically they'll have a, a bath after that. So yeah, life's good. I mean, I'll be honest with you, though. Uh, am I in the best kind of spirits? No. Um, I don't really have much to measure, as cheesy as this sounds. Uh, I don't really have much to measure uh, success right now. I'm just kind of, I kind of feel like I'm maybe not accomplishing much um but i think that's probably just me adjusting to this new normal right kind of staying home i've never i i didn't drive my car or my truck um for like almost 14 days um so when i got in the vehicle to go for a ride it felt like really foreign so it's kind of i don't know it's playing tricks playing tricks on my head i think just spending so much time indoors mm-hmm do you, dress, do you dress up or just hang out in your uh, poncho, your famous poncho that you wear all the time? Yeah, I don't know about the, what poncho you're referring to. Are you, like a robe? <laughs> no, I'm just making a joke about you having a poncho that you like to wear. I don't even know. You don't uh, have any ponchos. Uh, no, no. I have a robe. I have this uh, Thermaea robe that I bought because I didn't want to... Uh, didn't want to use the rental one, so I wear that a lot. I don't know. So we have we have a fair bit of uh, conference calls, like via via essentially like a, a Skype sort of program where you see people's faces and kind of interact. And I kind of get dressed up, at least from the from the waist down for waist up. I said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you just like just wear a suit and tie and undies. Yeah, I don't typically wear a tie, but uh, yeah, I'll throw a, I'll throw a jacket on, I'll throw, throw a, like a, a blazer, whatever that means, blazer, sport coat, or whatever. But I, I cut my hair. I was I was uh, in retrospect, I was 
understimulated and I needed some sort of stimulation. So I, I took out the beard trimmer, which as you'll know, and anybody that knows me uh, will know is, is, uh, is pretty much brand spanking new because I can't really grow much. But on my top of my head, um, despite being 34 years old, I, I have a full head of hair. So anyway, so I took my beard trimmer and I put it to like setting number 10, which is like the, I guess the, We'll, we'll leave the most amount of hair, but it's still the shortest I've had my, uh, had my hair since I was like a kid. Anyway, so I buzzed that off and uh, looked pretty cool, I have to say. Um, however, can't leave well enough alone, so I took the. So I wanted to do a little bit more of a cleanup job, but I re- but I had left the guard off, which kind of prevents it from you know being at its, you know, contacting your your skin. And so I shaved off like a good like inch by three inch portion right down to the wood in the front of my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I'm just glad for, for that one reason, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of being in quarantine. Other than that, this sucks. Yeah, well, what about downstairs? Did you take care of that? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know the answer to that, Kevin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, all in all, it sounds Absolutely like. <laughs> all in all, it sounds like you're a pretty happy fellow right now. Yeah, man, I'm reaching out to, to friends and family. I called you uh, uh, this morning. This uh, is our second phone call of the day. <laughs> second phone call of the day. Yeah, that's really cool. Cause normally nobody talks. Well, no, not a lot of phone calls. We're millen- we're millennials. Not a lot of phone calls, you know. Do you, phone calls do you, are the thing to do. Uh, I'm still not sold on FaceTime and Skype and all that, but a phone call goes a long way, a lot, a lot, a lot further than a text message. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, figuratively speaking. I'm a text right. guy personally. I'm I'm all about texts and emails, unless it's no. someone I actually enjoy talking to on the phone, which is okay. There's a time and a place for everything. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, isn't that a song lyric of yours? Into every something, a season, turn, turn, turn. Yeah, that wasn't me. That was the birds. Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> Close enough, though. Um, and this is a line from the Bible. Um, are you eating takeout? Negative. No. Um, we ordered groceries. Well, we did a big... Um, uh, grocery run, but not like in, in you know a gluttonous, uh, ins- insane grocery run. We just bought a- enough groceries to last us for you know a couple of weeks, and and then once those were finished, we ordered um, online, and then we just went to the grocery store, and they they um, they just threw them in the back of of the car, and uh, and we took them home. So yeah, no, I haven't had any takeout actually, and. For those that know me, which includes you, that's pretty rare because um, I eat out at restaurants uh, a ton, a lot more than I should. Like, Especially in my in my twenties, I uh, didn't have any uh, knowledge of cooking, and I consciously, vociferously avoided it. So um, those things have changed. I'm I'm eating I'm eating better. I'm staying home, and uh, yeah, no takeout to answer your question. Just all delivery. Or I mean, no, 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 no I mean. Either. Actually, it's funny. Before you called, I was, I was chatting with Julie. I was saying, um, 
I would I would really just like to go to a nice restaurant and sit down and you know have a nice meal and blah blah blah. But you know, as the cliche, you know, first world problems or whatever. But I bought a I bought a skateboard for the first time. And for the for the first time in a while. Well, for, yeah, for the I was gonna say for the first time in in a long time. Actually, to be honest with you, I was an only child, so I was a spoiled brat. I'm pretty sure my mom bought me every skateboard I ever had, and now this is going to go down in the annals of of uh, of uh, wherever this is. Just uh, UMFM, it's being fine. Being saved too, you know. But that's how it was. Whatever. Uh, except, I think I bought. I know I bought a skateboard. You know what? No, did I buy that? Remember that? Remember I bought had the last skateboard I had was owned by Stefan Braun, and it was that black label skateboard, and I think I bought it off him. When he was living in that house, off of Corden or whatever. For Corden on Garwood. Oh, Garwood, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that was in 2011. So that's the last time I had my own complete setup. So I bought this. I bought all the components on online from Skate, and uh, yeah, I set it up, and uh, I've been doing a bit, um, but I haven't uh, done much outside because it's all shitty and. And uh, and I'm lazy, so. You still have the kickflip down, right? Uh, kickflip down? Uh, I did the last time I was on a skateboard. I'll be honest, I haven't attempted one. My biggest concern is getting uh, what's called rocket board. Is that still you? You know what I'm referring to? No. Where you just land and the board shoots out and you. Basically, it's like slipping on ice and breaking my wrist. Oh, okay. I, I know now what you're talking about. Yeah. And I'll tell you, man, everything hurts way more than it did even five or six years ago. Like, if you fall, what you would have been just like nothing as a much younger person, now your brain, like, bounces off your skull and you feel it. It hurts. So I only had one little bail and I was like, man, not the... Not as spry as I used to be, but, uh, but yeah, overall I'm feeling feeling good. Just ready for the shit to be over. Um, what what's actually irritating me the most is uh, what I what I refer to as cockeyed optimism mm-hmm. um, that a lot of people have. Like, oh, it's just going to be done. It'll be over uh, sooner than we think or sooner than we expect. Uh, it's going to be like three months. I'm pretty sure. Uh, before anybody is back to any type of normal activity, uh, interaction, um, you know working in whatever business or capacity you do so yeah uh i understand that as well i just wanted to mention though that like skateboarding is a lot of jumping up and down you don't realize it when you're like 15 years old but like even when i was like 22 i was like man i'm out of breath yeah well hey forget the jumping up and down the vibration from the skateboard, what what I'm pushing is like painful on my feet, which is pretty much the most pathetic thing I could possibly admit about my last experience with skateboarding. But yeah, it's just brutal. Like, I guess that's what happens when you when you uh, live a soft life, like I do. You know? Well, you go out for dinner every day, walk the dog. We have some good dinners. You and I actually. Even, even uh, maybe not in the calendar year, but in the past 12 year, past 12 months, you, you and I have had some, some good dinners out, I think. Uh, yeah, we went out for some pretty good Wagyu, some pretty yeah, good sushi. Yeah, that, wag, that Wagyu beef, 
that was nutso. And that was the first time I ever had it. Yeah, me too. Well. Yeah, that we, was nutso. We shared a first time. What's that? We shared a first time. We shared a first time, yeah. And then I had those gift cards to Wasabi, and we just went there and had a had a, had a real shindig. Yeah, it was a rip-roar. A real rip-roar. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. And then I, that's that's the last time I ever ordered a tap car because my app mal- malfunctioned and it ordered 50, 50 tap cars to the, <laughs> to the same location. And then I had to call the, and I had to call the next day because the app just kept going, like, whatever. Request submitted, 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 just over and over and over, like, on this loop. And then I had to call and get 50, 50, uh, times whatever the no-show fee was or 40 i guess 49 times whatever the no-show fee was because we did take one return back to my visa so yeah well that's a good interview andrew yeah where is it where is this going anyway it's just going on umfm like to the to the airwaves or online just or both on both when can i listen to it um, when it airs, I, I guess mean, I, I still no, have to... no viewers ever. No, no, uh, nobody ever asks that when they're on shows, eh? The guy on like CNN, he's <laughs> like, "Hey, just uh, just before you let me go, where can I watch this?" Eh? <laughs> no, I don't think they don't usually do that. Um, I'll tell you when it's on air. I don't even know yet. I'm still working on everything and editing everything. Oh, okay, good. Hey, well, I'll tell you what, I appreciate the time. It's my first ever radio interview, and uh, I managed to make it through uh, 20 minutes and 39 seconds without a single politically incorrect or inflammatory statement. So, hey, yep. I'm growing up, man. You're ready for Thanks politics. For <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So... That was the first episode of Kip interviews his friends. And if you want to be interviewed and you're my friend, you can contact me, Kip, at kipkoke at gmail.com. And that's it. Just if you're bored and you want to talk about stuff. Enjoy. There will be background noises because I live in a communal household. But other than that, I think we did an okay job for a first episode. We're still working on things. And I'm going to send you out with my uh, signature uke song.